Let's Get Down to Business is a production of Money Honey Media. All advice discussed in this production is general in nature and should not be applied to your personal circumstances without first consulting the advice of a tax professional. Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Get Down to Business for this week. Before we get to the episode, I was just going to quickly ask if you could like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, or Stitcher, and to like us and share us on Facebook. Have a good week, and let's get down to business. Welcome to Money Honey, Let's Get Down to Business. I'm Joe McCauley, and today I'm going to talk about something that I feel like I talk about all the time with my clients, and that's superannuation guarantee, and why it is so important that you pay your super guarantee on time. In fact, it's probably one of the most important things, apart from your wages, that you need to be concentrating on as an employer. So let's talk about compulsory superannuation uh, or super guarantee. So it started back in 1992, so that's almost 30 years ago and I actually do recall a time in my working life when superannuation wasn't compulsory, which is kind of strange because most of you probably listening have no concept of that. But yes, in the old days, superannuation was an optional thing that some employers provided to their employees. Now it is just normal that we all get paid super. And the current rate of superannuation guarantee is 9.5%, but on the 1st of July, that's going to go up to 10%, which means a lot of us have to be very vigilant that this actually changes in our payroll systems. With single-touch payroll, the ATO knows so much about how much you're paying your staff, whether you're paying your super, and are you paying the right amount. So it is really, really important that you be on top of this and make sure that you are not breaching the laws of super guarantee. Even when we had things like the um, bushfires and the floods and all those things happening back in January 2019, 2020, pre-COVID, we, you know, when people were really struggling at that point in time to, you know, their buildings have been burnt down and what have you. The ATO were very helpful in saying, you know, we can help you with extending your lodgements, we can help you with extending your payments for uh, tax obligations, but we actually can't do a single thing about your super guarantee. If you are paying it late, we have no ability to give you an extension on that. So that it's sort of run, even though it's administered by the ATO, their powers are a little bit different uh, to what they their powers are for other obligations for uh, things like pay away due withholding and income tax. So let's just have a quick recap of what super guarantee is. So it's based on what we call ordinary times earnings. And if you're not sure what ordinary times earnings are, you probably need to go and have a quick look on the ATO website. They give you a really good list of what is considered an ordinary times earning. Obviously, your normal wages and salaries are ordinary times earnings, but certain things are not ordinary times earnings. And that includes things like overtime, particularly that's probably the main one that gets picked up. And there are other things such as uh, unused leave when you're when you're leaving, you know, an employment situation uh, and some allowances may or may not be subject to SGC or be considered ordinary times earnings. So there are tables on the ATO website that you can have a look at to determine what part of your um, of your wages are considered ordinary times earnings. Probably the big one, though, is overtime and, uh, you know, make sure that you are not ch- not paying de- uh, 
superannuation on overtime. But also you need to make sure that you're paying your superannuation on time because if you do miss your payment and be a bit late with it or forget to pay it altogether, you are going to have to pay superannuation on every earning for those employees that you're late with. So that means overtime comes into the equation at that point. So superannuation is actually due to be paid on the 28th day at the end of the quarter. So 1st of July is coming up pretty soon. So that means that the April to June quarter is about to finish, which means any superannuation guarantee obligations between 1st of April and 30th of June should be paid by the 28th of July. And so forth going, you know, so we've got the 28th of October, 28th of January, 28th of April. They're our super guarantee days. To get it to be compliant, technically the money has to be in the employee's account by that date, which means using the super clearing houses, we have a delay of a couple of days. So we usually recommend that you have all your super guarantee obligations completed by the 21st of the month, not the 28th. So that gives you that little bit of time to make sure that the money has got there. If you are late, if you are late, what you are meant to do is fill out what's called a super guarantee charge statement. And the super guarantee charge statement is due technically 30 days after or a a month later than the day that you were meant to have paid your super. So if you miss your superannuation obligations that are due on the 28th of July this year, you have to have lodged your super guarantee charge statement by the 28th of August. Now, I, as someone who deals with people who employ staff and pay superannuation late all the time, the only time I ever see people lodging a super guarantee charge statement is when the ATO has come calling to do an audit and notice that things are running late or whatever, and that's when we go and lodge these statements. But things are changing. The ATO have so much information at their fingertips. They can now very quickly see if you're paying your superannuation late. We also have employers, sorry, employees who are a lot more savvy about what super is being paid and not being paid. And they're very quick now to, in some circumstances, to dob in their employer and let people, like let the ATO know that their super is running late or not being paid. So I think it's going to be something that is going to really be very, very important in the next few years as we all get into the habit of making sure that our superannuation is paid on time. What I've been doing for the last year or so uh, is as I run my payroll, I also release the superannuation for that payroll. If you're using a program like Xero or MYB where you have the superannuation um, being able to be automatically generated out of your program, out of your payroll program, there is generally no limit on how often you want to pay your super. So just as an example, today I've done payroll. We have around $3,000 or, or you know, give or take of superannuation every fortnight that needs to be paid for our staff. It's much easier for me to find that $3,000 today than it is to have collectively $3,000 for three months add up um, and then suddenly have to find, you know, 35, 40 grand and have to pay that in one hit. It's a lot harder to do that. So for me, paying that money every week makes our cash flow a lot easier. And I know I'm never going to be late with my superannuation. So if you can get into that habit, that would be a really good thing for you to do. What happens if it's paid late? 
And this is something that, you know, a lot of us go, oh, look, I'm, I'm struggling with my cash flow. I, I can pay this, I can pay that, but, I, I, you know, I can't pay the super. I'll just pay it late. It won't be a big deal. No one probably will even know. But that's not true. So if your superannuation is paid late, and I mean even by one day late, the superannuation that you've paid late is actually no longer considered a tax deduction. So add that up, that's quite a significant amount of tax deduction that you're missing out on, particularly if you've got a lot of staff. If the superannuation is paid late, and I mean even by one day, you are meant to lodge that superannuation guarantee charge statement that we were just talking about. And when you do lodge that, what you'll find is there's a penalty of $20 per employee um, and also $10, uh, sorry, 10% nominal interest on the late payment, on the shortfall payment. So where, you know, if there's only one of you or two of you, it's probably not such a big deal, but start to add up your employees and how many quarters that you're late. So it's each quarter you've got to pay $20 per employee and 10% nominal interest, it certainly starts to add up. The other thing is that um, all of that is also no longer tax deductible. So the and then as we were just talking about before, if you do have staff who earn overtime, you'll find that if you have paid it late and you have to lodge the superannuation guarantee charge statement, it's no longer based on ordinary times earnings. It's based on all of the earnings for those staff. So suddenly you have a much higher amount of superannuation to pay. Now, if the ATO come and realise that you haven't lodged that super guarantee charge statement and they come back to you and ask you what's going on with that, they then have the right to put on what we call a Part 7 penalty. And the Part 7 penalty is can be up to a maximum of 200% of the superannuation guarantee charge payable. So work out that out in your head. That's quite a significant amount of money. They then have a right to reduce that if they feel that there's circumstances that may have been part of why you paid that late and not lodged that superannuation guarantee charge statement. And at the moment, we can probably argue that there are a few things that might help to get you across the line of not having to pay the 200% penalty. But going forward, that's not going to be so easy to do. It's really, really important that you get this stuff right and pay your superannuation on time. Those people who believe that superannuation is an optional extra, uh, they need to get that out of their head. It is not the case. You're going to get caught. And I have seen some of my clients who have had superannuation guarantee audits and they're brutal. Like there's a lot of money that is at, at, at stake here and all of it is not tax deductible. So you really, really please get onto it. The other thing I want to just stress to you is if you do have to lodge a super guarantee charge statement and it's been, you know, pointed out to you by the ATO or by whoever it is, the nominal interest of 10% is not on the day, the difference between the day you paid the superannuation, the day it was due. It's between the day that the superannuation was due and the day you lodged the superannuation guarantee charge statement. So if this is four years down the track and the ATO come knocking and say, hey, you didn't lodge that um, on or you didn't pay that superannuation on time four years ago, you may have only paid it two or three days late, but you're going to have to pay 10% interest on all of that time in between. So it's probably going to be about a four-year interest charge. Um, so again, all of this stuff is just adding up to something that could have simply been done straight off the bat. Just want to remind you again that superannuation is going up on the 1st of 
July. So it will be increasing from 9.5% to 10%. And then going forward over the next up until 2025, it'll be going up half a percent every year. By 2025, we'll be paying 12% super. So just make sure you've got all your eggs in the right basket and that you are making sure that you're paying it correctly. Um, just want to also point out that you have to give your staff choice of super fund. You cannot tell them they have to pay it into a fund that you have nominated. You should have a default fund, but you sh- you can't in- enforce them to pay it through that. So talk to your accountant, make sure that you're including all of your staff that you haven't accidentally not ticked a box in your payroll so that some staff are not getting their pay, their superannuation paid. Make sure that it's being picked up on all of the right categories of employment, uh, wages and what have you, and just go ahead from there. There is a course that is online from the ATO that you can do, and um, the tax commissioner can actually direct some employers to do that course if they see that they have been late in their superannuation guarantee obligations or that they don't seem to be completely aware of of those and uh, there's nothing wrong with you actually going on and doing the course it will probably take you about an hour to read through it but it is very informative and it just gives you a really good understanding of what your obligations are so I hope you this has helped you I will put some show notes uh, in with some links to these courses and and to the ordinary times earnings page of the ATO and get out there pay your super and don't worry because once you've paid it it's all sorted and you won't have any issues going forward have a great week and i'll talk to you next week